Gaming the System, the number one podcast for gaming addiction, brought to you by Game Quitters. We use research-backed information to provide you with helpful solutions to gaming disorder, as well as shedding light on some of the most pressing matters in the video game industry every single week. We'll also feature guests who are former gaming addicts and have gone on to game the system, creating a life for themselves outside of the virtual world. Thanks for listening. How many of you have ever struggled with this problem of taking up a new activity or being full of energy only to find yourself becoming unmotivated, unfocused and lacking discipline? But why is it that you can go 6, 10, 18 hours straight on a video game without breaking focus for a few minutes? Well, in this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can channel your obsessive energy for gaming into a new skill and really take yourself to the next level. Something I've said to a lot of people is this idea that if you can play games for eight hours straight, you're not undisciplined. You're just focusing your energy in the wrong places. But due to the nature of video games desensitizing you to seek enjoyment in other things, it's very hard for people to find that same energy and passion they have for games and apply it to other activities. I've experienced it a lot when I got into music or photography or learning languages I love it for a while and then after a month or two I just lose interest now you have to remember that you've been playing video games for a long time I mean for a lot of people started before the age of 10 and back then you were so creative that boredom wasn't even a word that you knew about so when it came to learning about video games your mind was suddenly flooded with an endless amount of things to do and you were enamored with the possibilities of all these different games and consoles and worlds that you could get lost in for hours on end and it was an endless world of discovery for you as a kid and because you spent so long doing it now your brain expects that same level of stimulation from new activities that you take up and obviously it's just not going to be the case i'll be the first to admit that learning spanish isn't as fun as playing video game so how can you go about channeling that energy into something else and transferring the same passion you had for gaming into a skill or a hobby. It might just be for fun or for profit, whatever it is. I'm going to try my best to help you figure out the best way for you to do it and to really take control of where you're spending your time and making a difference in your life. So one thing I like to do is to try and build some awareness of why I was playing video games or why I became addicted to them. Now for me, It was mostly an escape. It was an escape from the struggles and challenges that I faced in my life. Whenever something got difficult, I turned to gaming because it was pretty much the only way I knew how to cope with things. So at university, when I wasn't physically or emotionally prepared for the workload that was involved, I pretty much just crumbled. Um, I started suffering with pretty bad depression. I was playing video games for 16 hours a day because... When I was in that world, all of my problems disappeared. I was in control, I was in power, and nothing could go wrong. So it felt good just to escape from my problems, even just for a little while. And so once I realized that my need to escape was what was being fulfilled by gaming, I mean, in your case, it might be a challenge. It might be a need for constant growth, or maybe it's a social connection thing. Whatever it is, you need to spend some time trying to work out what your reason is why you get addicted to video games. Because in the long run, it'll make a huge difference to how well you succeed 
on this journey of recovery and in learning new skills in general. So you can even pause this podcast. Uh, It'll still be here when you get back. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. And take some time to think about, like really think about why it is that you play video games to the extent that you do. Is it escape? Is it challenge? Is it social? Whatever it is, spend some time in a quiet place, listen to some music and just reflect on what it is that you do and the reasons why you do it. And once you've done that, you can start looking into ways that you can find that same feeling in other avenues of your life. So one thing I love doing is being creative. And so when it came to escaping video games, I always played open world RPGs, single player games. You probably guess which ones I'm talking about. And at the same time, I also love fantasy. Like I love things like Lord of the Rings and H.P. Lovecraft, Robert Howard, Conan Barbarian, all that kind of stuff. I love getting lost in fantasy worlds. And so I found that I could fulfill that passion pretty well through Dungeons and Dragons. And (laughs) I know you're thinking, why are you going from gaming to something that might be quite similar? But the reality is I can't spend 60 hours a week playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like physically, I'm unable to do it. And so I got in touch with a group of friends, became a dungeon master and... It was a great avenue for me to express my creativity, which is a huge thing that I value, as well as my love of fantasy worlds and escaping. And I also got the benefit of social connection. And another thing I found myself becoming really interested in is photography. So my main focus in photography was landscapes and wildlife. I mean, you can probably see why. (laughs) I loved being outdoors. I loved escaping and being by myself. I'm quite an introverted person most of the time. I loved being out by myself, camping, hiking, and exploring. And the fact that I could do it in a way that let me express my creative interests was the perfect intersection of creativity and escapism. And again, it's not something I can do to the point of being a detriment to myself. If I spent an hour a day outside taking pictures, that's not unhealthy. (laughs) If I, I can't physically spend, again, I can't spend 80 hours a week in nature. I mean, if it was my job, maybe, but as a hobby, it's physically impossible. Also, I think I'd probably get eaten by something, just not in the UK. You have to find activities that will allow you to express your needs that you got from gaming. So if it's a need for challenge, you could perhaps get involved with sports and competitions, maybe something like martial arts, getting to jiu-jitsu, karate, taekwondo, boxing, MMA, or if you just want social connection, It's a bit more difficult finding skills that you can just do all the time, but a lot of the skills can be linked together with people. So if you get into music, for example, you can join a band and you meet a ton of people by playing music and going out and playing. It's also a great conversation starter. Or even in my case, photography, there's plenty of groups and communities in person or online that you can join and any skill you can make it social. So in that case, I'd recommend taking up quite a few different skills that you can mix and match and make friends with through that. Because the more friends you make, the more time you can spend out of your house doing things with them instead of having that temptation to play video games. There's also a lot of accountability or pressure to not just be that guy that spends 80 hours a week playing video games at home when your friends are people who are living life to the full, they're really enjoying themselves, they're happy, motivated, and excited to try new things. Now, I know which one I'd rather do, but yeah, once you experience that, it's pretty difficult to find yourself going back to gaming. And it's also probably the best way for you to overcome any cravings you have. 
fulfilling those needs that gaming takes care of is my preferred way of dealing with cravings and urges because when you're so focused on those other things you just have no time to play video games you don't want to you see the progress you're making in your life the improvements you're making and you start to realize or you start to wonder why you ever played video games to the extent that you did and that's something you can look to in the future after you initially quit because it is it is going to be hard it's something you have to think about long term but i guarantee if you can make it past that even the initial 90 days it'll be massively worth it so make sure you stick to it and commit to making a change in your life and really focus on wanting to become a more improved version of yourself your best self whatever you want to call it and make that your priority and eventually, as you start to phase out gaming for new skills, you'll see what you are really missing out on in your life and all the missed opportunities and experiences. And you're probably not going to go back to gaming. But if you do, just try and be aware of why you wanted to go back to gaming. When you got those cravings to play, what needs were you missing out on during that moment? Were you bored? If so, why are you bored? What can you be doing otherwise to scratch that itch for stimulation because you're so used to being stimulated all the time when your mind rests for a while it's it wants to get back into that hyper energetic state so the first thing it turns to is gaming that's where that craving usually comes from so look at ways you can kind of circumvent that feeling of wanting to game and fulfill those needs that gaming provides and within a few months you'll be completely different i can guarantee it but as always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Gaming the System, the number one podcast on gaming addiction brought to you by Game Quitters. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it around to family members, friends, or anyone you think could benefit, and don't forget to leave a review. It's super helpful. Check us out on social at Game Quitters Everywhere, and if gaming addiction is affecting your life, we recommend having a look at our guide on the website. It's gamequitters.com forward slash respawn if you're a gamer and gamequitters.com forward slash reclaim if you're the parent or loved one of an addict. The important thing is not to lose hope and remember, real life is always worth fighting for. See you in the next episode.